Welcome everybody to the PCM Podcast. My name is Dorsey Fracal, and this week I am joined by Edgar Ramos, Magic, Talentless, Will, and J-Way. How's it going, everybody? Good. I'm good, man. Doing fine. I've been better, Dorsey. <laughs> so before we get to our cups, which just uh, finished up this last week, uh, since we were off last week, got to get right into our Super League and the incredible finish that it was uh, with Orlando Pirates beating River Plate on the final day. So let's just dive right into it. J-Way, how did it happen? How happy are you? You know, what's what's it been like at Orlando? Well, I mean, on an individual level, I personally um, am very happy because it's the first title I've ever won in FIFA 11 versus 11 yet. Of course, my team is kind of full of guys that have won a lot of titles but they're all happy to win that first super league title too you know going into the last game of the season i felt i felt really confident about it i think we ran off 17 out of 18 at the end wins so while people do talk a lot about coming back from 10 points you know at the same token we did i think win 17 out of 18 of our last games so overall uh we're very happy about it and uh we uh, ho- hopefully we'll have the same squad back to defend our title next season. So that final game against River Plate was that you guys won three nothing, and you did get score a couple of those later. Was that game easier than you expected it to be? No, it, it wasn't. I mean, a, a lot of you probably watched it, and the first half was zero zero, if I'm remembering correctly, and we scored three second half goals. So whenever a game is like that, to call it easy is just crazy. I mean, if it's zero to zero at halftime, that means everybody was sweating. I'm sure. But in the end, we have a lot of guys that have a lot of finals experience, and we came through in the end. So, Talentless, if I'm not mistaken, you were on the bench for that game for River Plate. Oh, I thought that was hilarious. (laughs) Um, But there's nothing surprising. Had a lot of ridiculous choices when Tan Turan's in charge, so there's no surprise there. And that's not talking, that's just like supported by how many games he was in charge when Kessie was out. I think if Kessie was available for the whole stretch run, you guys would have finished off the title? I do think that, not just because he being on the field, being probably the best striker throughout the season, but just because he would be calling the shots and not some joker who wants to change formations and lineups and personnel every time he's in charge, just so that he can play where he wants to. Anyone else surprised in the end that Orlando was able to win the title, or did you guys maybe sort of expect this when River Plate started to struggle? I expected a closer game. You know, seeing how it's for the title and all, I was really surprised it ended up 3 0, especially after the first half. I just think River Plate missing Kessie was really the difference. Uh, it would have been nice to have him play and uh, see how that would have turned out with him in the lineup, but still, regardless, 3 nothing in the final. It would have been nice. I know there were some efforts to try to reschedule it since Kessie wasn't going to be able to make Sunday and it just didn't work out. So that's, it is what it is. I tend to agree with Magic there. I mean, it would have been nice to have. You know, the best striker in the league, arguably, playing that final. You know, it's it's a huge game. It's probably the biggest game of the season. All in all, I think it was a pretty good game. Entertaining. I think the scoreline favored Orlando a little bit, but River Plate didn't play poorly. So, I think it was a good game. Once Orlando got that first goal, they were able to kind of just sit in there. Defensive. Not that they just parked the bus or anything, but it seemed like they were able to hit hit that counter really hard, take advantage of any mistakes that River Plate made, and they made a couple. And Evo and Laser just were ruthless in that game. Well, and in the first half of the season, you know, most of our wins were happening because we were getting clean sheets, and there were a couple guys on the team that don't really know how to handle it if you get scored on. 
So I'm sure that led into it once they got that first goal. I, I can only imagine what the chat was like. I'll also say I just kind of shout out Evo because in that game, I mean, he had all three of the assists in the second half, and he was just, you know, I mean, doing doing what he does, really. I mean, that's what makes him so good. That's why he led the Super League in, in assist. Yeah, so I just I think this season will, you know, unfortunately for a lot of River Plate players, this will be known as the River Plate collapse season. Yeah, it's a shame. They were a good team, too. Starting to move down the table a little bit. I mean, right there in third place, you ended up only three points behind River Plate with Manchester United Magic. Was that a really, really successful season for y'all in the end from where you maybe expected to be at the start? Yeah, it was a successful season. Finishing third out of 20 teams is, you know, it's a, it's a huge accomplishment for, you know, for a lot of teams. A lot of teams would have took it. As far as, like, what I hope to finish was obviously first because I feel like we had the talent on the team to do that. You know, everybody in here knows how it is, man. Some dudes can't make games, and sometimes it can be tough to practice. And regardless of how much talent you have, like, if you can't build chemistry throughout the weeks leading up to games and, you know, you have to switch in guys, you know, it can make things difficult. But that all said, man, third ain't bad. You know, we're really happy about that. None of us are going anywhere. We're going to come back next season strong and really ready to kick some butt, you know. So be ready for that, guys. You guys did finish on a really, really good run there in the league. So We only lost once in the last 20 games. Yeah. That was to River Plate, and they're a really good team. So I'm not mad about that at all. And then in fourth, Juventus ended up finishing strong. I know Mokro and Italiano were talking some trash, saying that uh, some people on the podcast were calling for life alert for Juventus. I never thought it was going to be that bad, but they finished really strong as well. Finishes in fourth place with 84 points for a 20-team league. is still really good. That can win the title some years. So still a fine season for Juventus. Of course, they won Royal Cup and Super Cup, which we'll talk about in a bit. So in the end, not a four-peat for Juventus, but still a successful season. Still one of the toughest teams in this league to beat on any given day. At the end of the day, they're still running all the cups in this league anyway. So I'd say it's a pretty good season for Juve. And I mean, I just sorry, I, I kind of miss talking about Manchester United, but I, I kind of parallel... Manchester United in in Juventus' seasons because at the beginning of the season, they didn't start out that great. I mean, I think Magic would probably contest to that. But, I mean, I can actually remember playing Manchester United in the beginning of the season on Pirates a couple times, and they weren't the same team as they they were at the end of the season. So if they would have caught that same sort of form, I don't know if it was roster issues or whatever it was, but at the end of the season, they would have been right there contending for the title. And then, of course, Italiano and his squad, what can you say? I've said many times on this podcast that they are going to be there. And while they were not there kind of for the, the uh, league title, they, you know, stormed through the cup. So kudos there. Fifth, Arsenal ended up there. They won themselves a PCN Cup this season, finished fifth. It was some players who played together, but it was also kind of a new team. So I think they'll be pretty satisfied with finishing top six and a very competitive top of the league this season. Sixth and seventh was kind of a race for the bottom at the end. Uh, Young Boys and Man City both struggled towards the finish line. Young Boys got one point above Man City to get into the Super Cup. But, Will, sort of what happened the second half of the season in Man City that kind of ruined what was a really good start? Well, at the start, we had a pretty solid team to begin with. As everyone knows, Zlatan is somehow like the most miraculous recruiter of all time. We had a pretty solid team, but like about halfway through, whenever the transfer window opened up, we had three really good like starting players, uh, Lee Forrest and Gummy and Peanut and Kangaroo. And whenever that happened, man, we just we lost all sense of form. We went 
all over the place and we just couldn't catch our form back. And at the end of the season, we, we kind of picked it up a little bit more, but we just couldn't keep, keep goals out of our own net really. That really hurt us the most. Hey, Will, I have a question. Why are these people leaving midseason when Man City has title aspirations to go to a team that was never going to win a title? I have I'm no confused. clue. Uh, no clue. Uh, two of them left to go to Atlanta United because we, quote-unquote, weren't winning enough. That team finished with 24 points less than we did. So don't really understand that at all. I, I understand if you want to go play with your boys, but if you want to play with your boys, go play with them at the beginning of the season and play with them throughout the entire season. That's just the way I see it. Igaru went to go play with young boys for a starting spot and a better team, quote unquote, and uh, didn't end up getting the starting spot. So, sucks for him. Yeah. So there was definitely a clear top seven. Then there was just a really jumbled mis- uh, mid table. We had twenty two point gap, twenty two point gap between seventh and eighth place, uh, Manchester City and New York City. And then from eighth to thirteenth, there were six teams jumbled up, only eight points apart. So you had the New York City, Atlanta United, and for Liverpool, 8th through 10th, the newly promoted teams. And then a couple of teams I think people maybe expected more from, Lyon and PSG in 11th and 12th. And then Hold on, Dorsey, Dorsey, you mean we're going to talk about PSG? We can finally talk about PSG. Yes. <laughs> they thought I dissed them last time. wasn't trying to do that. Yeah, shout out to PSG, man. I love them. I expect Stay High to come back with a vengeance next year. Magic, quit trying to kill the drama. I know you hate Stay High. He's the worst person in the world. I, I mean, know hate Stay High. <laughs> Stay High is cool, man. Well, first of all, it's not like looking at the... I, I never thought PSG was going to get better than top, maybe ninth or 10th. Like, so, I mean, I, I don't think there was a lot of, you know, hype going into this particular season about them anyway those top seven teams are exactly who i thought would be the top seven teams i'm not joking like exactly so i i, I think it was pretty predictable maybe ac milan that's the only team in there in 19th place so i, I don't know yeah i think you know i started out with leon for half the season spent the other half of Bayern with leon i think looking back we never really had a top six white talent team i think if things had gone differently we'd gotten better chemistry, we could have at least challenged for it. And I think PSG, because they'd finished top four, top five the last, you know, three, four seasons, I think a lot of people just expected them to be in that hunt again without really realizing that each season it does seem like they lose two or three of their best players. And it just gets harder and harder to replace them. Well, I will say about PSG, they're going to, you know, play Breitbart apparently at a CB next season. So a skill move in CB for no reason, that's going to be interesting. That's a great combination there. <laughs> Skill moves and for no reason and a CD. Comp- oh, that's going to be awesome. I can't wait to shout, out, shout out to King Evan. <laughs> so then we go a little further down the table. Chivas in 16th. Somehow we're able to survive pretty much playing 7 or 8 every game day without a defense. I don't know how they really did that. I thought they'd be bound for relegation for sure. But they got enough wins there at the end. I think they won like a 6-game unbeaten run. So hats off to them. How? How? <laughs> I think they just beat up on the teams around them. Yeah. And most importantly, they played with six to eight people every single game, I feel like. Yeah. So. Bro, they were honestly the funnest team to press. Uh, not because they were beating them up, it's because they were just so chill about it. They just honestly. They were here to have fun, but they took it seriously enough that like they weren't just, you know, giving you a win. They just didn't have the numbers to really compete at a high level. Yeah, another interesting stat for them is they had three ties and 25 losses. <laughs> That's very interesting. Huh. Yep, there was no middle ground for them. 
And then Bayern in 17th, we did manage to pull it out in the end. Kept kept Ricky out of relegation, which which was the goal. You know, the best goal difference of the bottom five by by good margin only conceded. 79. We eclipsed the goal a game ratio on the final day of the season. It only took us 38 games to get at least 38 goals. So, hey, that's not bad. Really proud of that one. And Bayern took the opposite route of Chivas and decided to get a lot of draws. And that's what kept them <laughs> yeah. out of relegation. I mean, we, there were a lot of games at the end of the season that I know Magic are probably going to yell at me for this, but I thought we could have won. <laughs> oh, I'm sure. But, uh, you know, in the end, those those points here and there did did keep us afloat, and Spurs just never quite got the momentum to pass us. And then, of course, Dortmund were bottom most of the season. They actually finished all right, but they did finish bottom with 147 goals conceded. And then AC Milan, I think, is everyone's kind of disappointment of the season from a team that was expected to challenge for the title and ended up in relegation. Where was Borussia Dortmund last season, Dorsey? They were, I believe, top five or something. It, it was a different team. It wasn't the same people at all. A lot of what Dortmund was last season became Arsenal. Ah, uh, okay. So it's a takeover. To give them a lot of credit, they were bottom the entire season. I think they maybe had one or two defaults. They never changed managers. They kept showing up. So kudos to them for at least sticking it out. You know, to piggyback, piggyback, piggyback off that. I think I said piggyback. Don't put that on. Don't put that on the podcast. To piggyback off that. Um, when's the last team that, a, I mean, when's the last time that a team, Jesus Christ, I'm a retard. When's the last time that a team got relegated and then stayed together and played in D1 successfully? I think usually one or two a season actually does, at least at the start of the next season. I know LA Galaxy, off the top of my head, did last season. They got relegated, but they kept the same. Because sometimes what happens is the man, they'll, they'll get a new team maybe two or three weeks to go because the other team will, like you know, the previous guys will fold. So the people will come in kind of knowing they're probably going to get relegated, but they come in knowing that and they know they're going to probably play in D1 the next season. So it happens maybe more than you'd think. Interesting. It's good to hear. So before we move on to the Cups, I think we can do a little quick look at the Super League team of season, which just got released about a couple hours ago. So if you guys have all taken a look at the list, are there any players on there who you kind of made it that surprised you? You didn't think they were maybe quite that caliber of player at the start of the season or any big snubs you have? Uh, I think Stay High should have made it, honestly. I mean, so I think Magic, I think for uh, some people, you might have been surprising that you had such a dominant season that you did. Look, I'm not trying to boast and say, you know, I'm, I'm this, I'm that. But honestly, I, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a pretty good FIFA player. It's just like when we first got into competitive, I think it was like season six, like season six and a half because we came in during the season. Yeah, it was our team's first, you know, real, you know, competitive run that we had. So we weren't used to the style of play, and a lot of guys weren't really FIFA heads. They were more so just friends. So we weren't able to really create a lot of chances that typical teams, you know, uh, what guys who finish with team of the season typically have. So, so building the team that we had now, we we're actually able to create chances and sustain possession of the ball and play defense. You see that not just me, but other players on the team stats also stepped up. A Jugman, who's I think arguably one of the best CDMs that no one knows about, he was team of the week five. B God, who I think got robbed of being team this season, he had a forty plus goal campaign. 
Swifty, you know, he had his first team of the uh, season uh, debut playing with us in this team. And, you know, we talk about who's the best and who's this, but like a lot of that, what I'm basically trying to say is the team around you mm. can elevate a good player. And I feel like that's what happened with me. Like, I really honestly got to give a shout out to my team because if I played on a worse team, I wouldn't have made team this season. I just wouldn't have had the chances. I wouldn't have had the looks. I wouldn't have been able to get the key passes and the assists because dudes wouldn't have finished. That, that's really how I made it, to be honest. And then, uh, Talos, you finally got your team this season. How does it feel? Well, given that it's my only first completed season, I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm happy with that. In terms of surprises with the teams, not really. You know, there, there are a couple people I don't know, but that doesn't mean that I should be surprised by them. You know, it's just like, who are you? Uh, I don't know who CFP does, but must have done well. I don't know who Makino is really. I think I've seen him in a random game here and there, but, you know, you can't take anything away from people. And... Yeah, so Makino, I know, I don't know exactly like his whole history of FIFA, but I know season six he made D1 team of season as a center back. And two seasons later, he's making a Super League team of season as a right winger, which that's pretty cool to me um, to be able to transition. You don't, you see a lot of center backs, maybe go to center, uh, like CDM and maybe go up to center mid or maybe go to fullback. You don't see a lot of center backs turn into wingers. Also to be an Atlanta United, it's a mid table team and he was still able to provide 22 assists for his teammates. I mean, I'll, I'll personally say that as far as Orlando goes, this whole team of the season points, I don't really like it that much because if you, if I, I just don't like that that much. Like think about this. <laughs> So, you just so want to be able to laser. But think about it. Think about it. So, so laser. Literally, he has more goals per game than everybody in the league. Easy. Not to hate on Magic. Magic's a great player. Kessie is a great player. But laser led us to the title. So, I don't know. And Eva, literally the best passer in the league. So, I don't know. Not well, not that yeah. happy about it. You, you, I think the thing that PCN does better than the other leagues is actually track a vast array of stats that will give you an idea of who is a more complete player. You're going to have yes. coaches. You're going to have great Talent. strikers, and that's Talent. great. But listen, I, I didn't put positions one in for our strikers all season. If that was the case, Laser yeah, would have been first. He didn't put in <laughs> oh, yellow cards I'm either. Saying, <laughs> I'm just saying. Like, he'd have been first <laughs> by a The team time. also decided purely on team of the season. People lo- look at different things and analyze and vote from different ways. Like, it's not just who gets the most points. Anyway, just be happy a couple of your players made it. Uh, I would hey, just disagree hey, hey, look, on that look, one. This is, look, for y'all who don't know Magic Man, I, I, he can play me for my team of the week season. Send the friendly. That's how I settle things. I'm, yeah, it's it's bizarre. I mean, you you got you got the league title. You got people in the team of the season. Just be happy. <laughs> Last two players, kind of want to talk oh, about okay. briefly. Uh, Bauer eleven stepping out of his brother's shadow, becoming a fullback. Arguably, in his, in his family, maybe becoming the best fullback in the Bauer family. Uh, I'm sure some bragging rights are going on there. And then Will making your first team of season and basically your first season as center back. Just shout out to you. That's pretty impressive. Uh, thank you. Uh, I'm, I don't know. I'm pretty excited with it, man. I mean, I haven't played center back before. Um, I just came in to playing competitive 11 v 11 in January, so this is all still pretty new to me. And um, last season, I played a little. I played for Man City as well, and I played fullback and I played some striker. So, first full season at center back on a team that underwhelming to say the least. Uh, I'm pretty pleased with it, but you know, it's just nice to be able to be mentioned as one of the best players for this past season. Hopefully I can, you know, be in the starting 11 for next season, uh, wherever. And I think with that, we are going to go ahead and move on to our cups. So we're going to start with the Royal Cup. 
So any thoughts on how your quarterfinal matchups went? If you can remember that far back. Hey, Jay, well, I'll let you talk trash about United before I talk trash about Orlando. Go. <laughs> I don't let me trash talk. It was a good game, man. I, no. that, um, I don't think the whole season we got held to zero goals, so that second leg was uh, – I don't even know what to say about it. I don't see don't remember it all that well this first game, but, I mean, I remember it being a good game. So, yeah, y'all were good at the end of the season. I don't take that away from you at all. Y'all, y'all are in really good form. Appreciate that, man. In our semifinals, Ajax beat Manchester United on away goals. It was tied 4-4, four to four, but they were able to win on away goals. Uh, I think, man, you had two late goals to almost come back in that. Ramos, how was, how was, getting, how was beating Man U getting to the final? It was, it was a tough game. I mean, they put in work. I, I understand that they were missing, what, two players, Magic? Uh, it's three, but, you know, it's two, three, whatever. It doesn't make a difference. You guys won, man. So, you know, I'm not, we're not going to make excuses. You guys deserved it. It, it could have gone either way. We, we can just keep it at that. I mean, they're a good team. Fortunately, we were able to hold them off because they, they had a deadly run there at the end. And, and we got through. I mean, hope you guys stick together for uh, next season because having a D1 team make it to the end of a final, like to a cup final, is a big deal. If you guys can continue to, like, work together and – develop that chemistry maybe you guys can compete at uh, you know at the top of super league which is really awesome to see yeah and 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 we're definitely staying together i mean i know there's already eight guys i've already talked to that for sure staying you know no matter what happens so I mean, we're just gonna go from there we plan on coming back next season hopefully doing the same thing we did this year and then I mean, we won't talk about juventus and river plate too much nothing really to be <laughs> Yeah, nothing interesting happened at all there. No, there, there's nothing to talk about, you know. But No, actually, we should say this, Dorsey. We should say that part of the reason for River Plate's collapse in the season was shown in that game and how people showed up not wanting to play. Yep. And they got what they deserved. So that's, that's really all you need to say. In the final, Juventus beat... I asked two to one. I watched. I watched all those games that night, pretty much. But um, that was a real final. I thought I ex- Juventus looked really good that night. I, th- I think you guys gave them everything they had. Could have easily gotten an equalizer there in the second half. Yeah, we definitely gave them a run for their money. But I mean, it's it's Juventus. They're an experienced team. They got good individual players. They work well as a team together. We think we let up an early goal and it's kind of kind of killed their momentum a little bit. But it was a good game. I mean, well, we needed just one more one more in the goal, and we would have been. Right there with them. So in hindsight, would you have taken the Division One playoff final victory against Inter Milan, or would you have rather beaten Juventus in that Royal Cup final? I think probably the, the, the Royal Cup game. It's against the Super League. Three-peat team, so, you know, it would have made more noise than, oh, they just won, you know, the promotion final. Big whoop. And then moving on to our Super Cup, which may be the last Super Cup. We're not going to have one for Season 9 due to timing purposes, and we may just retired after the season. We're not 100% sure yet. We had the quarterfinals last week. River Plate were able to narrowly beat Bayer Leverkusen 4-3. They got a winner in Golden Goal. Manchester United took care of Young Boys 5-3. Not too many issues there. Orlando beat Benfica 5-1. Again, another pretty easy game. Then Juventus just barely slipped by Arsenal one nothing over two legs. So you could tell they were really locked in on the defensive side. Then in our semifinals, we had River Plate get some redemption from this Royal Cup, where they beat Manchester United 2-1. And then we also had Orlando falling to Juventus 5-4. Both of those were really competitive ties. I had both of them on a, on my screens. And yeah, Magic, you, you got anything to say? 
<laughs> you saw the game. Hey, look, I, I'm not like again. I'm not gonna make excuses. I'm not that type of guy. Like hats off to Red played. They played better. You know, for good stretches of the game, I felt like through stretches of the game we were better. But it is what it is, man. FIFA. You know, sometimes the luck just isn't on your side, and uh, you know they were fortunate. So. In the other semifinal, Jayway, you definitely also had some bad end of the FIFA luck, and you play with ten men, and that clearly made a difference for you guys. Playing with ten men, that's always going to be a problem, especially against anyone who's any good at all. If you watch the game, the first leg was very unfortunate because we had a very just so dumb own goal when we were all trying to just clear the ball in the box. So we would have had a 2-0 lead going into the second game, but we had a 2-1 lead. And I'll give it to – I don't know if it was – it was probably Italiano, kind of guy who would make that decision. Um, you could tell they changed their game plan, and we didn't have fullbacks. And I think it would have been smart for us to either move some people around or change the formation for that second game because in the first game, and we, we, we won with 10 men. In the second game, we just fell apart because they just started coming after our um, – computer players so you know it is what it is it, it, it was upsetting but what are you gonna do and then the final juventus was able to win three to one it was back and forth game for a while and then juventus took the lead they got a third goal i think in like the last couple of minutes you know juventus they're just the king of these cups i think that's three straight royal cups three straight super cups so just shout out to Juventus. I know Italian is going to be stepping down as manager, and we'll see how they how they go from here. They've kind of the bad boys of PCN to an extent. You know, people love to hate them, but you got to respect what they do. I I wouldn't bank on Italiano stepping down. I think he'll see the light. We'll see. I mean, no, that's his story. He created mm-hmm. like the closest thing you can get to a dynasty in this league. I mean, it's only you know we're eight seasons in. They've won three you know super leagues in a row before this, or they just dominated these cups for the last three seasons too. Hats off to him. If he if he steps down, then that's it is what it is. He's leaving on top. So even though they didn't compete for the league title this, this season, I mean, coming out with these cup wins are just huge for them too. Did anyone uh, did anyone keep track of how many goals Mokro scored in their last couple of games against Phil? I feel like he seemed like he put like a dozen in. Yeah, I feel like he scored almost every goal at the end. Anyone watch his stream? He had some. <laughs> I mean, Mokro is a character. He had some great reactions to his goals too. Could you imagine though, somebody coaching Italiano? I'm just saying that'd be tough for anybody to come in and try to manage. And not to say that he'd be a bad teammate. I'm just saying, like the pressure of like. I'm pretty sure Italiano was a coach in real life. Yeah, that's that's his job. So. Well, I think he coaches kids. So. I'm sure those kids. Mm, Jesus, can you imagine him just berating them? Good grief. (laughs) (laughs) Well, with that, I think I just want to say a big thanks to everyone who participated in season eight and made it what it was. Um, That goes to admins, editors, managers, players, just anyone who had any part in the season. I think it was a lot of fun. Definitely the most interesting final day I think we've had of the season in terms of the title race. Had some really, really competitive cups, and then we'll probably be off for a week or two again uh, until we get this World Cup getting going in a couple weeks, and then we'll be back with the pod throughout the World Cup to bring you the highlights of that. So anybody got any early thoughts on the World Cup? Group A is stacked. (laughs) Oh my god. Should be an interesting World Cup. Yeah, especially with all this drama that's been going on in PCM the past couple weeks. 
I'm eager to see which teams stick it out and which teams, you know, crumble and fall apart. River Plate-esque, maybe. I think that the cream should rise to the top in the end. But neither of the teams that kind of got to the final last time are exactly the same. Germany's similar, but it's not exactly the same, of course. And then uh, Wales, is, that was kind of a one and done. So I don't know if there's a clear favorite right now. Can we get predictions for that Group A? What do you guys think? It's not, it's not going through. Spain ain't going through. I said it. <laughs> With the bands? I think they're not going to make it? Nah, they ain't going to make it. I think the drama more than the bands at, at Spain is can be the issue. Mm-hmm. What's going on yeah. with Mexico? They changing manager. So real stepping down. Ronaldo's taking over. Yeah, they're going through a couple of changes, but I think probably half the team is staying. So, hey, Magic, aren't you playing for Germany? Nah, man. Yeah, I'm actually going to be going to Spain during the quarterfinal round of the World Cup, and I didn't want to put my te- yeah, I didn't want to put my team at a disadvantage, missing the. Uh, the knockout stages and not being able to manage. So I gave it to, you know, my co-manager, Man United, B-God, and, you know, I know he's going to do a good job and, uh, you know, and getting them through it and taking them as far as he possibly can. I think that'll pretty much do it for this week's podcast unless anyone has anything else. Maybe the All-Star game? Yeah, that's a good call. Yeah, so a good call, Ramos. So this Sunday, uh, 8 and 8.30, will be the two legs of the PCN All-Star game between the Super League and Division One teams of the season. Anyone who is on those teams that shows up will be able to play. This is, I think, our third variation. So far, Super League is 2-0. But the D1 team, I think, has the best chance this season that they've had. First of all, I think it's the best D1 team this season we've had. But I think also a lot of those guys just play together all the time. Whether they're on the same team or not, they just they have a lot of chemistry. So, Ramos, I'm, I'm looking forward to playing you. Well, we're going to take it for sure. You can, you can bet on that one. <laughs> no fuck given right now. I'm saying it. We're winning both games. Both games, all right. Both games, and I'm coming for Dorsey. Let me whip out this daddy dick real quick. I'm going to take out your knees. I already now. gave you one daddy dick, Magic. I don't give you. you want me to give you another one? Mm. You'll have to hold that one for Sunday. <laughs> we'll see what happens. So that'll do it for this week's podcast. We'll be off next week, and then we'll have a preview of the World Cup the week after, and then we'll also be here for all the World Cup action, bring you some hot podcast takes. But I just want to thank everyone again for a great Season 8. It was a lot of fun. It was long, but it was a lot of fun. And um, just thanks, everyone, for participating. Yeah, sure. It definitely was. Shout out to Ricky, man. Thanks for putting this all together. Oh, and shout out to ISO for this draft idea. It's been fantastic, man. That shit's fun.